0: I have no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places.
1: The history of film.
2: That a hooey who even the lights go dim. From James Cagney to Nosferatu
0: and stunts that shock you. And all the dirty tricks, the tricks studio's, studio's made. <laughs>
1: From Wings, wings the to to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones. for crazy fans that leave no, no reason
0: a Hollywood is film history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham. Just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. History, the, history the history of film. All of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. Marilyn Monroe Part 2. Here we go on Film History. The, the
1: History of
2: Film.
0: Last we left our hero. <laughs> uh, last we left our hero, Norma Jean Mortensen, later known as Marilyn Monroe, was born on June 1st, 1926 in Los Angeles, California. Good for her. Good for her. Hmm? What? A
2: Gemini. A Gemini.
0: That's right. Oh, that makes sense.
2: No, she still lives over there.
0: All over the place. crazy ass <laughs> Gemini's. The is never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Norma Jean's mother, Gladys Pearl Monroe, formerly Baker, can't keep up with our last names. She was married like eight times. I. Any time. I I've listened to the last episode three times. Yeah. It took the third listen to understand what we were talking oh, about. Because I, I got these names confuddled. M- Marilyn Monroe's yeah. story is that she had like eight different names. Yeah. Her mother had eight different names. They're all fucking nuts. We're talking nuts. about grandparents, grandparents parents, grandparents, great-grandparents. aunts, uncles. By the third by the third pass, the sound effects pass I did, I finally understood the story. So. Okay, good. <laughs> so if you're out there and you're confused about the names, either write them down or listen three times. Yeah, listen to them two more times. <laughs> yeah. It's not you. It. It. It's just these names. It's the old Tiny names. Yeah, yep. There's Gladys Gladwell, Monroe, Gladwell, Gladwell, Monroe, Baker. So uh, you know, Gladys came from a family with a history of cuckoo bananas, brain, mm. and a hearty appetite for drugs and booze. Mm-hmm. Gladys had a troubled relationship with Norma Jean's father Hell and found yeah. him so boring that she started banging a guy at her film cutting job. That's what you do. That's what you do. It was later revealed through DNA testing that Norma Jean's biological father was Charles Stan Gifford. You guys remember old Stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and especially if you're listening to this right after part one, you definitely remember old Stan. Gladys suffered from postpartum, uh, postpartum depression and psychosis after giving birth to Norma Jean, leading to unstable behavior, often trying to end Marilyn Monroe's life long before JFK would finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. Gladys's bananas became more and more cuckoo, eventually landing her a grippy sock vacation at the Looney Bin, diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. She was committed to the Metropolitan State Hospital, and Norma Jean became a ward of the state... Norma Jean's care was taken over by her mother's friend, Grace Goddard. Remember mm-hmm. Grace Goddard? Yeah. Who became responsible for her and her mother's affairs. Not the kind of affair that Gladys had at work, though. And that is where part two begins. Shout out Grace. Yeah. Like She didn't do nothing to nobody. She didn't do nothing to nobody. She was one of the diddlers, right? It was the other two people that were diddlers? It was the other people that, well, yeah. we're going to do it. Oh, also. God damn it. There's more diddling in this episode. Oh, my fucking God. I've never heard of more diddling. Uh, out of all the episodes we've had, this is the this most, is the most diddling. diddling. This is, most this is like diddly. the diddliest. So, part one mm-hmm. that was the Gladys episode. Those yep. were the Gladys times. Probably you know, the first time we ever talked about someone's parents yeah, in such dude. detail. Yeah. It just it just unraveled, and I was like, I've um, got to talk about Gladys. Yeah. You know, uh, glad, and I, I'm glad I did because I this episode, yeah. This we'll we'll get back to Gladys every now and then
1: here. Oh, interesting.
0: Uh, I'm very glad that I established You're very Gladys. Did. <laughs> <I'm very> gl- <laughs> you did. Very glad. <laughs> Y'all say that every time. Hey, I'm very glad I did. Uh, it'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did, Gladys. <laughs> Part one was the Gladys episode. Now we get into. Marilyn, just like Joe DiMaggio did. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who that is. You, know, you will. You will. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> you don't know, you've never heard the name Joe DiMaggio? I've heard
0: it in that, like, we didn't start the fire song. Jumping <laughs> Joe DiMaggio? That's about it. Did he talk about Joe DiMaggio in that song? I'm I don't remember sure. that in that I song either. But I could. Joe, Joe DiMaggio, DiMaggio was a Yo. baseball player from uh, the third. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio. He definitely said that. Damn, he went from like 9/11 <laughs> to Joe DiMaggio. No, that one's in the new one. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. shout out to uh, uh, Follow Boy, Follow oh. Boy, for making a new. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> but to get you back up to speed <laughs> about when this is taking place, let's do a little segment we like to call.
2: When
1: are
0: we?
2: When are we?
0: (laughs) Speaking of Blink-182, 1935. We are five years into the CAG, boys. Damn. You know? We're half decade into the CAG. That's right. We're a half decade into the CAG. The CAG is doing his thing. He's been thing. on strike four times. Yeah, yeah. He's already <laughs> thrown Jack Warner out of his own window <laughs> this time, you know? That um, should be
2: our metric when we're in the era of CAG. We don't say the year. We just say what part of CAG's yeah, yeah. career. Five well, years originally
0: we had BC we before yeah. CAG BC, and AC, AC after CAG. So this is five years AC, okay. I guess. Yes, because it's you know yeah. we're into cag. This
2: is post door cag.
0: That's right, post door cag. Pre-union cag. Yeah,
2: 1930
0: wait. is is zero. This before cag you know. parted the way parted the waters of the Ohio River or something. Or, no, he parted oh. the waters of the Brooklyn Dam. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's I what i saying. What what rivers in New York? What if, what did Sullenberg land in? He landed in the fucking Hudson. Uh, yeah. Okay. New York has rivers. Here's a, here's a clean one. Yeah, this was before... the queen one. (laughs) (laughs) This is before CAG parted the ways of the... Damn it, I forgot it! Which one was it? The Hudson Hudson River. River. Anyway, the president is FDR at this time. It's 1935. Franklin D? Franklin D, baby. He's doing his thing. Amelia Earhart becomes the first person to fly solo from Hawaii to California, completing a historic flight across the Pacific Ocean. And this was before the fateful flight where she would become, like, crab food, you know. But uh, this was, we were getting there, for sure. So was, um, we never found her, right? No, no I, they think they found her. They think okay. they found her on a beach. She got eaten by a bunch of sand crabs. I think crabs. they did. You think they didn't? Yeah, I think that was just... A, you don't think was, she had crabs? I think it was just a random random in <laughs> no, a plane. It's got, like, her name on the side of the plane. It's like, nope, not just her. no way at all. Uh Adolf Hitler's really doing his thing over there around this time. Who? The old old AH <clears throat> old Hitler. Okay. He's announcing Germany's intention to rearm, violating violating the Treaty of Versailles. I started history from the beginning. I'm only at seven hundred. Oh, dude, wait until huh? you get to this part. <laughs> oh shit! Some okay, crazy shit happens. Damn, some crazy <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> I didn't think i all in seven hundred. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover it on World History, the history of the world okay. one day. You know? Oh shit, it's not a bad idea.
2: The history of the world? I think there's been some series about that already. <laughs> I think there's a whole
0: channel about that. Yeah, but I mean, what if we did it chronologically in one place? <laughs> one year at a time. Yeah, one year 20. at a time. <laughs> 1 A.D. <laughs> wow. It all began... Look, man, you that's laugh. A, that's a show. That's a that's, show. That's a show. That's Are we a just show. doing that's a show? No, no, no. We'll, I mean, we'll never Are live we to finish. We will not live to finish the show <laughs> because there will be, you know, we would have to do that like <laughs> two thousand episodes is not that much. All no. day, every day. It, yeah, two thousand episodes.
2: Interesting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not that much. Not that much. Oh, I Be- see what Dev's saying. You want to go back to the BC times. You want to go back to the yeah, yeah. mo-
2: most of the history I know is from p- post flood pre Jesus.
0: Yeah, recorded right. history. We'll start at 300 BC and we'll work our way up. We got right. at
2: least 12,000 years of juicy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the name of our next album: 12,000 Years of Juicy. <laughs> Adolf Hitler's really doing his thing Announcing Germany's intention to rearm Violating the Treaty of Versailles uh, Also is, he is Emplacing the Nuremberg Laws Which strip Jews of their German citizenship And enforce racial segregation uh, And he is basically Just doing his fucking funny, Nazi Germany thing
2: Funny how nobody remembers The Nuremberg Laws Yeah, They remember some trials happened after well, that
0: Is that why we have the trials there? Yep, they're like uh, irony is really fun. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna go to the house where you murdered. We're gonna trial in the same place we lost. Law- the the yeah, place definitely.
2: the place where you created the laws. We're gonna take right back Hell there yeah. and mm-hmm. put you on trial. I love that.
0: I love poetic hang a, hang a bunch of. I you. love poetic irony. I do too. Yeah. Oh, America's so dramatic. I love it. Yeah, like, we have some real dramatic shit. Mm-hmm. Like
2: you don't think microwaving a few million Japanese is dramatic? <laughs> yeah, that's a big flair to end the war too. Hey, I'm spoilers!
0: I've just not an on her yet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen Barbie I hate yet. I to tell you about it. There's a bomb that goes on. I haven't seen Barbie yet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, Barbenheimer, man. Barbenheimer, dude. Persia officially na- changes its name to Iran this year. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I know. know. in the same place. I know. Persia. Prince of Iran. Persia went all the way until. My favorite video game is Prince of Iran. And Prince of Iran. Boy. So far away. <laughs> You remember when they cast Jake Gyllenhaal the as Prince the of Prince. Prince of oh, that the Persia? That was the mouse, mouse. <laughs> that was the mouse. That was definitely the mouse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 To, to be fair, the character model they made for the games did not look that different from Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. So I feel like the, the, root, the root evil is Ubisoft. Look, it goes back. Aladdin was uh, modeled after Tom Cruise. Really? Yeah. Yep. He just looks Middle nothing Eastern like Aladdin. Tom Cruise. No, he does. If you look. <laughs> He's got the crooked teeth you, you know He's got, his smile is like two miles to the left <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> 1935 is also the year the works progress administration or the wpa is established established in the u.s as part of president fdr's <laughs> new deal Oh. aiming to provide employment opportunities uh, during the I think we should Depression. do again. Yeah, I think we should do again. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll, we'll be in the Depression soon. Don't worry. There'll be a new deal. <laughs> but uh, this was uh, especially we needed new jobs after the Hoover Dam had just gotten completed. Mm. Don't get me started. Mm. I'm on a project about the Hoover Dam right now. Mm. Don't get me started. Uh, this is also the year of the Dust Bowl. Do you know a lot about the Dust Bowl? Um, I mean... It was dusty. It was fucking dusty as shit. A
2: war against tumbleweed during this time during the Dust Bowl. I because yeah. tumbleweed grows rampant when there's no moisture and dust. Like yeah, that's how, And then it it bottles up and then it gets tracked. So like there'll be like these giant swaths of land that grow tumbleweed and they detach and with one windstorm they like carry and like overrun a town to where like you couldn't like fucking drive through it or anything. This
0: was like a tumbleweed made into Godzilla with like radiation. It was a bunch of we over farmed uh, in the Midwest and the South West mm. as well. Or we no. didn't listen no, to these, just uh, like sorry, Oklahoma, the breadbasket. Yeah, the breadbasket. Yeah, yeah. We, we did had, not listen to the Native Americans' like thing about like cycling land whatsoever. Right. No, we did not. Right. We overfarmed, and mm-hmm. it became a fucking dust cloud. Mm-hmm. All the land had died. It was part of the Great huh. Depression great time for the Dust Bowl to hit was the Great Depression they were like just one more punch to the gut I'm surprised America fucking made it through. I love times in history where we're specifically told something and then we're like nah,
1: nah you don't know what you're talking nah. about and then Is that it? person was proven <laughs> correct Look, America
2: this was the universe doing us a favor because what the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl did was kill off all the weak Americans so that we could go <laughs> we could go fight the World War II you gotta send all of our strong right. you got a very
0: German outlook on that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Kills the week Kill the week bro. Kills the week <laughs> So the Dust Bowl's happening The depression is happening So that is also the year that uh, AA <laughs> Alcoholic Anonymous Really? Organization is founded Wow In Akron, Ohio Yo AA is a weird religious thing though Oh yeah absolutely. There's a, Nowhere in the 12 steps Does it say to stop drinking Oh yeah that's right Yeah, yeah You were telling me about that Yeah Yeah. No it's it's a lot of There's a lot of Jesus stuff. shit yeah. A lot of Jesus It's higher t- power
2: It's not Christian It's any higher
0: power Oh mine was The one that the court made me go to There's a lot of Jesus, Jesus shit stuff. But it <laughs> never says to stop drinking
2: The top song
0: and movie of 1935 One of the most popular songs of 1935 was Cheek to Cheek by Fred Astaire Dancing cheek to cheek. A no, very, first there was a baller. Dude, a very sexy song. Yeah,
1: yeah, very sexy. Yeah. Oh, sexy or yeah, very, very sexy. Oh, very sexy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Especially when you consider that he was actually talking about your butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know what I'm saying? you dance. Oh. That was
2: like the pre-code baby got back. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was. It was the wop of our it day. Was wh- <laughs> I'm so glad we're bringing back WAP. Yeah. We stopped talking about it too soon. Yeah, we yeah. We still need to talk about this. It belongs now to it's hit. retro. Yeah. <laughs> it it was a song it, that came out about wet-ass pussy. It belongs in the history museum. It belongs in the museum. <laughs> it belongs in museum. Fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> the highest grossing film of 1935 was the first Mutiny on the Bounty this was the one directed by Frank Lloyd starring Clark Gable and Charles Lofton but you remember it would eventually be remade in 1962 with but our Brando 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 dude that's when he bought all that nuclear land yeah. over in Tahiti <laughs> yeah, Oh yeah dude <laughs> he bought all that Oppenheimer yeah, was, land he bought all the Oppenheimer land yeah <laughs> Oppenheimer came to his house and tested out all of his shit <laughs> he's like yo Brando I got some new toys you wanna see them and then uh, Brando had to sit on some nuke land for he a while. He was like, I don't understand the ramifications of what I'm agreeing to.
2: <laughs> did we, did we talk about the fact that there, did you guys realize that there's an island in the South Pacific called Picturn Island with the descendants from the bounty? Whoa. So oh, this all Brando's kids? So, well, they were on Fiji, a different island. Oh, this man. was way more towards the, the Tahiti. easting. Tahiti on the western part. This is on the eastern part of the Pacific. Um, this place isn't. Island where a bunch of the crew members from the bounty were stranded and they left and they (sighs) went and made uh, like had kids with the natives population there and they just lived out the rest of their lives. So there's like white kids. Run around that are like you know South Pacific Islander as <laughs> My well. My dad is Clark and Gable. They also there's like monuments on the island. Their last names are like fucking European last names and stuff. And like, yo, why didn't they do that in Texas? With wings,
0: remember the hotel? Yeah, there should be like a a, a coalition of all those yeah. babies that were born yeah, from that yeah, hotel yeah. and wings form an army. Know? 1935 is the year that little Norma Jean is nine years old, newly orphaned. Uh, as you heard the uh, radio man talking about earlier, yep. and she's now being taken care of by Grace Goddard. By nine years old, this girl has had the same amount of PTSD as like a grizzled war veteran. You mm-hmm. know, uh, dudes that would soon go to World War II were like, at least we're not this, at girl. Least we're not this <laughs> child. Yeah, like at least we're not this child into the meat grinder. I go. But she has already been beat ground. She's staying with Grace and Grace's new husband, Irwin, for now. Mm-hmm. Go with Grace. Go with Grace.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Grace decided to place her in the Los Angeles orphans' home. Don't uh, go with Grace. Don't go with Grace. <laughs> she was like, I do not want this kid either. Oh, no. Can you guess why? Uh, just guess. Just killing the vibes. Erwin Goddard, Grace's new husband, fucking diddler. Oh, no. Fucking diddler, man. She was like, if I put this kid in foster, my husband can't diddle him? Yep. Diddle yep. her? So she was like, we got to send this kid away. So my husband, my new husband will stop diddling her. Uh, Swear to God, dude. So just to recap, in case you're just now turning your dials to this station, Norma Jean, by the time she was nine years old, had three attempted murders done to her, and now countless fucking diddles. And here goes another diddle. When she told Grace what had happened... Grace, That's at least three separate instances of diddling. Yeah, yeah. Nine. Yep. So the average there is not good. It's every three years you get diddled. Ooh, so Grace God. refused to believe her. In some verses of the story, Grace actually slapped Norma Jean, shouting, I don't believe you. Don't you dare say such things about that nice man. And uh, according nice to Norma, man. she like developed a stutter after all this shit happens. So back to the fucking orphanage she goes. How dare you say that about Senior Epstein? <laughs> How dare you say that about Jeff? He's a good man. And according to her, the orphanage was not fun. I think
2: nine's a little young for him. The orphanage
0: yeah. <laughs> was not fun. Was is not the fun. least surprising sentence we've ever said. On yeah, the show. who would have thought that a Depression era orphanage wouldn't be a good time? You know, <laughs> they made the newsies about that. <laughs> <laughs> That Shout seemed like Christian it was a Bale. fun time.
1: Everybody was singing. Yeah. Newspapers, <laughs> it was it Disney was singing. And my Christian aunt.
0: Bale was singing about it. <laughs> oh, not fun it was. Uh, Christian
2: Bale, me out of this Look place. At you me. know what I'm saying? I'm the king of New oh. York.
1: <laughs>
0: Dev was definitely on Broadway on Newsies. She was in the newsies. <laughs> the newsies. She was in the newsies. She's she's doing the newsies at this she's point. She's a newser. She's a newser. She's a fucking she's she's handing out newspaper. And look, okay, I think it's important to remember it's important to remember. I gotta rewatch the newsies. It's so <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Me too, man. I haven't seen it since I was like in my uncle's basement, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs>
1: getting diddled <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I was living the newsies baby <laughs> News flash I'm getting diddled in the uncle's basement here diddling extra, the newsies. extra 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 read all about it. <laughs> extra extra I'm gonna be Batman <laughs> I do think it's important to remember Listen uh, Norma Jean She had some issues Okay, There was some mental stuff flying around in there I mean this is Gladys's daughter You know This is, (laughs) the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree. This is uh, Railroad Dad's granddaughter. Yeah, Railroad Dad's granddaughter, Gladys' daughter. Gladys, if you remember from part one, literally her entire family, from her mother to her father to her brother, all died in mental institutions from debilitating diseases uh, so all died of brain syphilis. All died of brain syphilis. All died of cuckoo bananas. <laughs> uh, and so I'm just saying, Norma Jean, she's in the, uh, the, the orphanage, which is definitely not fun. It is a Depression-era orphanage. But she claimed that she had to wash 100 cups, 100 plates, and 100 knives, forks, and spoons three times a day, seven days a week at the orphanage. And for her efforts, she received five cents a month. Four of which went into the collection plate at church. Oh, well, you're just gonna scam to that point. Yeah, she's well, this is her saying that was this is her mm-hmm. story. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
2: Yeah, this is also being mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. suspicious. Yeah. Like yeah. you know. A lot
0: of her stories later in life, I mean, she was on the JFK drugs. <laughs> She I mean, was on the Doctor Feel Good stuff. Right now, church is sound like a racket. Yeah, like, we want yeah, we like four, we want like four, you five four cents, five cents of you 8 year old. Get back to work. Get back to work. <laughs> Make uh, us some more sense, <laughs> you eight year old.
2: Wash a hundred plates and a hundred forks and a hundred cups for a hundred days. Exactly.
0: It washing it uphill both ways in the snow? Washing one hundred forks takes one hour.
2: <laughs> forks. 100 you wa- forks takes as long as it does to fill a bin with water. Right. And
0: you wash forks incredibly quickly. I'm grabbing all those with two hands. I'm dipping them in hot water. I'm throwing them in the crate, and then all right. these little orphans can die of hypothermia or whatever. Mm. Uh, don't <laughs> be uh, giving your money to the to the swindlers down at the church. Also, By the way,
2: like you really think an orphanage full of kids and just one kid is washing
1: dishes?
0: Yeah, they're all washing dishes. That's not how that works. I I call bullshit. I think she was living lavishly. I think this was a rich orphan. (laughs) One of those rich orphans. Rich orphan. She's a rich orphan, I tell you. Yeah, by the way, uh, through the old inflation calculator, five cents is one dollar. Oh, okay. That's how much she was making. Hey, whoa, whoa. She's making a dollar. Hey, she's minting over here. Another day, another dollar. (laughs) Literally. Literally. Officials would dispute her version of daily life at the orphanage, pointing out <laughs> that the children were not regimented to certain tasks and that great pains were taken to make the children feel they were part of one big happy well, that I don't Firm worry. Firm yeah. <laughs> I think the truth was somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I think there's bullshit on both ends. I don't think Vendisa sure. was in the kitchen, but I also I, don't think she was in But I lost do think forks. The Rock was. Yeah, The <laughs> Rock was in the kitchen with Idris Elba. Because what is The Rock cooking? <laughs> Can you smell it? <laughs> it's 100 forks. 100 forks. <laughs> Cheat day, <Tremata>. <laughs> <laughs> So she goes to the orphanage. She, uh, you know, she washes out through the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so she, washes like the she washes out like the forks. She washes out like the forks. She becomes a hundred forks. <laughs> she, she didn't work the 12 plates. steps <laughs> of the orphanage. She didn't work the 12 steps. She, wa- she worked the hundred plates. Uh, in 1938, Norma is now 12 years old. She finally finds someone of like a permanent home at Grace's aunt Anna Lowers' home in the west side district of Sawtale. So
2: wait. She Could have gone to this aunt's the whole time,
0: yeah. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe. Maybe. Aunt? her aunt was like, When you wash a hundred forks, you can come live, you with, can me. Come <laughs> live with me. She's, she's like, It's like an old, like, uh, kung fu temple, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what you You prove must you? wash 100 forks. When you prove you can wash the forks, you can come <laughs> live with me. I've used the restroom, may the forks be with you in 1938. Norman's now 12 years old. Mm-hmm. She finally finds somewhat of a permanent home at Grace. Grace's aunt, Anna Lowers. Yeah, that's right. You already said this. So it's her friend's aunt. Friend's aunt's dog sitters, lawyer, <laughs> fucking the doctor across the street. Whatever. Just her hey, somewhere. How it's long? R-
2: so like, how long was she at the orphanage? More than a year?
0: Dude, she was she was in and out of foster homes and orphanages longer than like I can. Keep so up is she
2: with. like a teenager, like in school now, or is she? She's like twelve. 12. Oh, okay.
0: She was enrolled in Emerson Junior High. She went to weekly Christian science services with Aunt Anna. That, that sounds oxymoron. like a
2: precursor to Scientology. It uh, kind of is. Yeah, Christian uh, science were the
0: ones, I'm pretty positive they're the ones who were like, don't treat your cancer, God's God. Yeah, this sounds like an oxymoron. Yeah. And she would be a Christian Science her whole life. Really? Was, yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Christian it, Science stuck around? Yeah, stuck around for her because, so she's at Aunt, Anna, Aunt Anna's house, mm-hmm. and this is like the most stable she's ever been. She's yeah. She's got like a stable home. She's finally like, you know, not fucking bopping around orphanages. and They're like uh, Greek God through barbiturate animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, that was JFK. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so little Norma Jean, she's she's finally, like, stabling out. you know. She's excelling in writing at school. Mm-hmm. She was even made a, con- a contributor to the school newspaper. Mm. And this is important to me as well. A newsie. The newsie. She was a newsie. <laughs> she was definitely a newsie. She was an orphan who wrote. She's a newsie, all right? Get in there, Christian Bale. Uh, <laughs> but it's important to me to talk about this because... We do jest about Marilyn a lot, of course. Everybody does. Uh, you know, everybody talks about how she was this like ditzy, dumb blonde, uh-huh. you know. But that whole thing was just like a genius act that she would put on. She mm-hmm. was very smart. Yeah, she's very smart. She was very intellectual. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was very like she read fucking books like crazy. She was a bookworm. Like she really <laughs> did. She would like go through books. She was a speed reader. And I, I always say, I've always said. It, it, when it comes to acting or anything else, you got to be smart to play dumb. Mm-hmm. You yeah. cannot, you know, because if you're dumb, you don't know it. Yeah, so you don't know how to play dumb if yeah. you are. Dumb. If you're dumb, you make the room. Exactly, exactly. Uh. <laughs> Although he was very smart too. Uh. So she's Ed no. Emerson. No, I no, he was, he was just rich. Somehow, it's rich and dumb, it's rich and dumb because he's trying to replicate it. And it's like, once you know you're stupid, you can't make stupid, exactly. Uh, man, can't fix
2: stupid, can't
0: fix stupid. Stupid is as stupid does, can't fake it, can't fake it, exactly. Uh, hey. So, you got to be smart to play dumb. Mm-hmm. So, she's at Emerson, she's writing. Um, she also talked about how this was... Emerson. Emerson's- not, not like, not, this was like Emerson Junior High. Like, this was, <laughs> this was like Emerson Junior High up in the valley or some shit. Uh, <laughs> she went to a dude in <laughs> his house named Emerson. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is in his backyard. He's at Emerson's house. Yeah, he's he's just giving them books and telling them to read and he's going to smoke <laughs> weed, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, but she she had like a normal-ass kid, childhood, you know. She's at Emerson writing uh, she also talked about how this was the time she was deeply falling in love with cinema. Mm-hmm. And I mean, who could blame her? The Cag is on mm-hmm. the big screen right yeah. now. You know, I mean, <laughs> bullets like the best of them. And, man, look,
2: some about that red hair. <laughs> <There's> something <laughs> something I just that, can't tell. The some, red. Some about that
0: black and white red hair. <laughs> <laughs> that black and white red hair, and I can see the bullets really whizzing by him. It's something it about so the real. way he
2: smacks a girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> something about. The it way reminds me of he home. Smacks a my, girl with a cantaloupe. He's he's
0: cantaloupe. Smacking with the best of them. What my was daddy, it my uncle, my everything. It wasn't a cantaloupe. What did he hit her with? The it was a. Tomato or a pie in the No, minute? pomegranate. <laughs> no, it was a fucking, uh, oh, fuck. Let's keep going through our fruits.
2: Uh, a banana in. and a tail pie. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait.
0: A, a turb truck. Grapefruit. There's a grapefruit. Grapefruit. Yeah. There's a grapefruit. You remember yeah. he slapped another with a grapefruit? That's right. Yeah, there's something about the way that well, that, that, like, black and white red slaps it with a grapefruit. Man, that was our first episode, brothers. Yeah. Or I guess that was the second. The trilogy, yeah, it was our that tril- was part of the trilogy. It was our first trilogy it was the Grapefruit Slap. Oh, yeah. Everybody, go listen to the Cagney episode. That have you we re it recently. Yes. Okay. It holds it up. Holds the fuck okay, up. Good, yeah. We look. We have changed. We've added new segments. Mm-hmm. But as far as the quality goes, okay. it's always been this goddamn good. All right. <laughs> it's always been this good. We can go for now for hours. It's a good go show. For, it's a good show. Yeah. We look. It's as good yeah. in minute one as it is an yeah, hour. You know what else four. is a good show? Is the compilation? Yeah, go. I'll take that's, compilation. That's probably great. better. I was
2: gonna say. It's gonna... a
0: commercial break. So it was around this time. Norma Jean, she's at school. Uh, she's 13 now. She's also getting a lot of attention at school uh, with the boys. She is. Uh, <laughs> she's hitting 30s era legal. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she she about it's to like, become somebody's wife. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is marrying time. This is basically marrying time. She's hitting puberty. She's grown taller. And the boys who all called her Norma Jean, the human bean, the year before. She was tall? She was tall. She was lanky. The human bean?
2: The human bean. Why would... Why bean if like she's she was tall? because it rhymes. Bean. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And it rhymes. That's what so my 13. parents said. Whenever the kid was tall, it was like he's growing like a bean. He's I grown mean, like a, he's they used to call like like me brain. Devin the Devil.
2: And I thought it oh, was only hell, because yeah. they rhymed, but, you know. I think
0: it's because you worship
2: Satan. Really. I mean, that too. That's
0: it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um, Yo, <laughs> Deb, I am the that's why Andy we Christ.
0: call you Dev the Devil. Uh, so for the first time in her life, Norma Jean began to receive favorable attention. And her confidence grew. Apparently, her stutter diminished. She stopped stuttering stuff. And uh, Monroe's childhood experiences first made her want to become an actress. She said, I don't like the world around me because it was kind of grim. When I heard that this was acting, I said, That's what I want to be. Some Not of my foster families. <laughs>
2: that's what I want to be, someone else. Someone else, that's exactly what
0: she said. Some of my foster families just to send me to the movies to get me out of the house, and there I'd sit all day, and way into the night, up in front, there would be the screen, so big, a little kid, all alone. I loved it. And yeah, that was basically, she was like, anybody but me, that's who I want to be. It was escape. And that's, yeah, it, that's, we've talked about that multiple times. I think that's
2: the majority of actors. Yeah,
0: if you're dodging beer bottles at home, you want to go to the movie theater and pretend you're someone else. Mm-hmm. You know? When she was a little girl, Norma Jean asked her mother about a photo hanging on the wall. And the photo showed this attractive man who wore a pencil-thin mustache, much like the one Clark Gable wore for most of his career. And Gladys told her daughter that the photo was of her father. So this is a photo on the wall as she's a kid of Stan. Of her, His name was Stan, right? Yeah, Fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadbeat Stan? Deadbeat Stan. <laughs> she's got a picture of this guy on the wall. And little Norma Jean is like, Who is that guy? And she's like, That's your dad. And she was like Why have I never met this guy? You know? And He's dead. Like, oh. He's dead. <laughs> like, oh, for good reason. For good reason. He's not even dead. Gifford was just uh, he was known to have resembled Clark Gable, if only because of the mustache. And Norma Jean fantasized for some time afterward that her father was Clark Gable. She often told her classmates that she was the daughter of the famous movie star Clark Gable. Damn. This is I'm telling you, man layers and layers Clark and layers <laughs> she doesn't know who her dad is she just knows that this guy on the wall looks like Clark Gable that's my dad it's Clark Gable um, so it story as old as time it's a story as old as my time my dad's man. a TV man <laughs> yeah he's the guy on TV he's the milkman from TV double <laughs> <He's>
2: doubling down
0: <laughs> milkman from TV Uh, And it, it, you know, it also, it turned out uh, Gladys had named her after Norma Talmadge, by the way. A huge huge movie star from back in the day. Who? Who? We'll do an episode on her one day. Cool. And Norma would never formally meet Gifford, the man that she believed to be her father. Giffard? Giffard. She never met her. She never met him. When she was a teenager, she tried to speak with him by telephone, and she identified herself as Norma Jean, Gladys' daughter, and he just hung up. Remember that, oh, remember that part of the dirt? Oh my God. You remember that part in the dirt where he, Nikki Six calls his dad on the payphone? Yeah. And he's like, hey man, it's me. He's like, never call this number again. Never call this number again. And he hangs up and he's got the bottle of Jack on top of the payphone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what was going on. Norman Damn. Jean tried to call her dad and her dad fucking hung up on her. He was like, hey, never call this number again. And then she went and changed her name to Nikki Six and burned her ID and the ashtray in the office. Right. You know? Everybody go watch The Dirt. It's a good movie.
2: This is your favorite movie. (laughs) It's my
0: favorite movie. I think it's like better than Mutiny on the Bounty. We should do a film history on The Dirt. (laughs) Give me The Dirt. Martin Mortensen, the snooze fest who Gladys was married to when she had Norma, had died in 1929 in a motorcycle accident. So remember that guy? Hell was yeah. The, this was the, uh, uh, yeah. Meterman, uh, L, uh, the meter man, the gas meter man? She divorced him, and he's like, you think I'm boring, huh? <laughs> ripped out on his motorcycle and went and killed himself. Damn. Was yep.
2: probably drunk. <laughs> probably drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Could have used he... some
2: Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. one really around yet. He
0: was like, give me the dirt the dead dirt <laughs> give, me
2: the, give me the
0: six feet under the dirt <laughs> in
2: 1929 he died yeah mm. the year of Black Friday and the start of the Great Depression there
0: you go so like, he's like
2: the stock market crash I just lost everything oh, well he's like it. I don't
0: want to be around for yeah. this yeah no this is
2: going to be bad no <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> i rather get out right now
0: anybody that tried to date or marry the Munro's uh, mm. should have died in a motorcycle accident yeah or yeah, did yeah. you know yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. JFK died in a four wheel motorcycle accident. <laughs> it was an accident. He was just trying to shoot something nearby. Uh, uh, it was that. accident it was a yeah, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was, was trying. Tripped, to
2: shoot. He fell. The gun went off. Yeah. It was a magic bullet. He know. was
0: trying to watch the parade from he his scope with his sniper. That's right.
1: He
2: didn't have a scope. I don't think so. I think Damn. it was just Ironside sights. What a beast. What a fucking beast. What a beast. Yeah, what a fucking. <laughs> what a dude. sniper. Oh what a boy. <laughs> what a boy. Yo. No, I could shout be wrong. Out. Don't take me a word on that. Shout hey, out dude. to the goat. Shout out to, to the goat.
0: goat. Shout out to the best history. No sni- one's made that shot. shot, shot. In history. That a...
2: shot is, does not exist. It's impossible. That's why he's
0: the goat. Lee Harvey Oswald was the actual American sniper. He <laughs> was
2: American sniper.
0: Who is that guy's name? Chris Kyle. Fuck Chris, Fuck Chris Kyle. Chris Kyle, bro. <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald was the go to sniping. So uh, she's living at Aunt Anna Aunt Anna's Lowry's place now. But uh owing to the elderly Lowry's health problems, Moreau returned to live with the Godders and Van Nuys in about early nineteen forty one. At 15 years old. By the way, this is the second time she has moved back in with one of her diddlers. Remember, she had to move oh, back yeah, in with the diddler in right. yeah, yeah, part yeah, one. Yeah. She's moving back in with the diddler in part two now. Uh, she's 15 years old. And, uh, yeah, she moves back into the Lowers. or uh, No, the Goddards. She moves back in with the Goddards. She began attending Van Nuys High School right up there in the beautiful valley, the San Bernardino up there. <laughs> And uh, I honestly, I didn't know she was this local, by the way. I didn't know she was, like, such a true blue Angelino. Yeah. You know, she was born in L.A., went to high school in the Valley. Like, Marilyn Monroe was an L.A. staple. One of the few. One of the few. Yeah. For sure. So, 1942. Doc Goddard. Who? Old, uh, old diddling Doc. Ah. Yep. Old Irwin. Um, Doc and diddles. And by the way, I mean, look, this is all alleged. legend. She said he diddled her. He said he didn't. Grace said he didn't. She said he did. I I, I tend to just report on what she said first, but who knows? But anyway. So 1942, Doc Goddard, old diddler's doc, (laughs) old diddles, doc, he gets a call from his job that he is to be relocated to West Virginia. So they're always just, you know, getting relocated, huh? These diddlers, just like the, the Catholic priest. You know, you just... Just move them around. So California child protection laws dictated that the Goddards could not take Norma Jean out of the state. Being 16, she's still a minor. Uh, It looks like now, if they have to move, she's going to face two years back at the orphanage until she's 18. So she is about to be shipped back up to the orphanage, and she says, fuck that. Not going back, bro. I ain't going back. You ain't taking me alive. Not at you know?
2: sixteen. I fucking ran away at sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Like, you'll try to put anybody back in an orphanage at sixteen. I what know. the fuck?
0: Yeah. She's like, no, I'm not doing that. So instead, what are you
2: trying to do over here?
0: She went next door. Next to, door. She went next door. She went, one of the neighbors, one of the neighbor boys. Uh, twenty one year old factory worker, James Doherty. James Dean. James D., yeah, right? I mean, yeah. So she finds twenty-year-one-year, 21-year-old year factory worker James Doherty, a former high school football star and student body president at Van Nuys High. And uh, basically she says, hey, let's get married. You know, let's get married. I'm 16, you're 21. Mm-hmm. You used to be hot shit in high school. I'm going to have to go to an orphanage. I don't want to do that. Uh, let's just get married. And I'll fuck you, and I don't have to go back. And he was like... Uh, you sure you know you know i'm just like a 21 year old factory worker now right like i'm not a high school football star anymore and she was like bro there's nothing you could do to me that hasn't already been done oh my god (laughs) it's funny but (laughs) true (laughs) it's funny but true true. yep she's like you're not gonna shock me (laughs) trust me so i've been there I've been there, done that. He actually did. He had a good job at Lockheed Martin, though. Oh, my God. Lockheed Martin was a thing back then? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Lockheed Martin was a thing. He had a job there. Uh, he was working at the airplane factory for Lockheed Martin. Were they making the Oppenheimers? They were making the Oppenheimers. You hiding, probably didn't even know. They
2: were hiding the early aliens. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He worked for Area 51. He was shipping stuff off in crates.
2: She's like, she's like there's nothing you could shock me with. Well. <laughs> well. Let me, today, tomorrow's take your spouse to work day.
0: (laughs) Have you seen the corpse? Let's go to the
2: military base
0: and we'll see some things. Have you seen the corpse of an alien? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Funny enough, uh, one of his co-workers was a young Richard, uh, sorry. Young Richard Nixon? Nope. (laughs) Funny enough, one of his co-workers was a young Robert Meacham who would go on to become a huge movie star. We've that, talked about that him before. name's familiar. We've talked about him on here before. Uh, he actually, Robert Meacham was in a movie later on with Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Is Meacham still a name in Hollywood? Uh, no, I think it died off of him because he was like an alcoholic okay. fucking like crazy person. Okay. Right. So, so think they think had was... a lot in common. They have, yeah. 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 They would, they'd be in a movie together and they, yeah, they got along, but <laughs> uh, they're, yeah. they're movie people. He almost killed her. I really? Know. Yeah. Were we can get to that he he almost killed her before jfk could <laughs> you know are we gonna get to this yeah we're gonna get to that that's cool. part three stuff okay that's when she becomes a movie star and she stars in a movie <laughs> eight parts i think it's gonna be like four parts okay. hey we're not putting a number on it though yeah. I, I decided not to do that anymore good so on june 19th 1942 just after her 16th birthday she married jimmy doherty that's too early too early. It's too young. She's 16. That's he's still 21. Still legal in
2: some states.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. She's...
2: Georgia and most southern r- religious states. True. Unfortunately,
0: the age of consent boy, what a, what a few if you're like, words in a I think a it's like if is. you're
2: 21 or 22 and younger, you can marry somebody from 16 with the parents' consent. Oh, yeah. It's some weird thing like that, but if you're over 21, then you can't. Like, it's a um, weird... Well,
0: and it was very much the parents' consent as well. Uh, they were like, we don't want you. We don't want us. you. That was the thing. Like, basically... So that's why we're moving. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of part of it. Like they Grace wanted
2: her, they wouldn't have fucking moved.
0: <laughs> right, that, that's the thing. Grace, and then uh, Marilyn Monroe later on in years when they would interview her, said that she thought Grace was trying to marry her off to the neighbor kid because she didn't want her to go, to go back to the orphanage, but she did have to move. And so she saw it as like abandonment. But I mean, of course, you know, this is coming from a kid who's been abandoned by everyone she's ever lived with society she's been through the fucking system she's been through the ringer you know and so So much early trauma so much early trauma like uh, unbelievable early trauma like i said like and you think
2: it was jfk that
0: (laughs) (laughs) touche sir touche so she gets married at 16 she married jimmy doherty ida and wayne bolander remember them uh they came up from hawthorne for the ceremony and uh of course she didn't have a father figure in her life, so Aunt Anna gave her away walked at her, her down wedding. The aisle. Yeah, walked her down the aisle. My husband used to diddle you and when my you husband, were yes. just a child. Yes.
2: <laughs> my how you've grown.
0: That's the uh that's the speech that they You're make not at the wedding. Type
2: anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the speech at the wedding is like, My husband used to diddle this girl and then she found the love of her life. <laughs>
2: It's wild how
0: quickly they grow. (laughs) They grow so fast. Diddle them while you can. (laughs) That's why my husband was no longer interested in her. And now she's getting married. Look at her go. So after the wedding, she dropped out of school and became a housewife. She was just like doing the housewife thing. 16 years old, you know, perfect time to be a housewife.
2: Yeah, basically. Exactly. So you think.
0: So you think. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. So in 1943, Jimmy enlists in the, uh, Merchant Marine. And you, you remember, remember I remember Merchant this Marines? from something. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, I love,
2: I almost joined the Merchant Marines. It
0: was this James Dean or was the Merchant Marines? I think it was Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Yeah. Oh, right, it, yeah. Was Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. it was Steve McQueen. Was Steve McQueen. Yeah. Steve McQueen joined the Merchant Marine. Yeah. It's like oh yeah. It'll be just like Mutiny I on the Bounty. I completely or, forgot we did a Steve McQueen episode. Yeah. <laughs> They were like it'll be just like mutiny on the bounty, but it turned out more just into like scrubbing shitty toilets on a hot yeah, boat. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. The
2: merchant marines back then were was very different. Yeah, very northern. Oh I mean, hell yeah! I'd much rather be in the navy, honestly. Back then,
0: than yeah. the Merchant marines for but. sure. And you know, this is 1943, so the war is a raging. Uh, that's one reason why he went to the merchant marine. He felt much like most men back in those days in America. Uh, if you weren't wearing a uniform at the time for America, you felt very bad about yourself. So he was trying to do whatever he could. So he joined the merchant Marine to like lend his services somehow, you know, he had a good job at Lockheed, but a lot of men had a good job and still enlisted their services, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's what he did. He went to the merchant marine. <laughs> wound up. I just, feel like
2: this was just a cover for a secret Lockheed project, anyways. Dude, <laughs> seriously, like,
0: seriously.
2: I, I don't know about all this. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep,
0: yep. So uh, she moved with him at first to uh, Catalina Island. That's where he was stationed. Catalina, Catalina, was dude. In Catalina. You got stationed at Catalina. Nobody's stationed at Catalina. I That's know. not a thing. <laughs> That's it's, exactly This what is I all
2: said. bullshit.
1: Nothing
0: good happens to Catalina. It's a dark place. If you are stationed at Catalina Island, you're fucking. You know
2: this is bullshit. Like, this yeah. is like, there oh, is no station at Catalina Island. There, there there's was a, a small a, town and there's a spring training for a baseball team and bison and pigs and deers. That's I, it. No one knows what happens
0: to two towns. That two, is two, harbors? two Harbors? Two Harbors. <laughs> two, no, two, two Harbors. Two Chains? Two and Two Harbors. Two Harbors is not. That's why they were stationed at Catalina. The Merchant Marine was like, well, no one's stationed there. Let's take it. You know what I'm saying? He goes and fucking gets stationed at like the Disneyland of stations. you know, <laughs> and and, uh, and Norma Jean moves with him. Uh, so Jimmy and Norma Jean saw their marriage in a very different way. <laughs> this is, again the daughter of Gladys. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. So according to Marilyn Monroe later, she had been forced to marry Jimmy. Um, that You know, like I said, like Grace mm-hmm. had forced her into this marriage because she was leaving. She didn't want her to go to the orphanage. So she was like, go find a boy. Uh, Jimmy was this kid down the street. He was good. He had Yeah, a good she could job. have just like
2: gone to the orphanage, run away,
0: yeah. married somebody else. Yep. There's several options. Yeah. And, I mean, according to her, she was forced into this marriage.
2: Doesn't sound like she was living with the Taliban at the time, but, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But according to him, it was very different. Uh, According to him, Jim claimed that the young couple had been truly in love. She was a great actress. She was a great actress. In 1953, Jim stated, our marriage was a good marriage. Until it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, until it wasn't. It's seldom a man gets a bride like Marilyn. I wonder if she's forgotten how much in love we really were. And on paper, it was all good. Like, the first year of marriage was spent fishing at Sherwood Lake, skiing at Big Bear, the occasional movie or dancing. You know, newlywed shit. Mm. And Jim Doherty's recollection of this period suggests they lived uh, a carefree and fun-loving existence. While Marilyn recalls in a 1956 interview that uh, she tried to commit suicide around this time. But she said Light I tried idea. to ski off a cliff. I
2: just I just keep the more we keep learning, the less I believe the things that come out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That that is a that's a problem. That's a real problem. She told a lot of uh, contradictory tales later on in life. And so, who knows even if this episode is real, you know. None of this is real. None of this actually happened. This Marilyn Monroe didn't even exist. This is a simulation. This is a simulation. was no. born in a CIA lab. <laughs> we pretty alive with bombing the, the Oceangate. <laughs> she said that at one point the during her marriage, compounding. <laughs> was, uh, the, the Oceangate sub didn't even explode. It's still here. It's still here, brother. It's turning our frogs gay. we alive. <laughs> they were actually down there doing experiments to turn our frogs gay. She recalled that she made a suicide attempt during her marriage, but not a very serious one. She just, says, just "Trip.
2: She fell down some stairs. Yeah. Like, just
0: wait. for lols. Just for lols. It wasn't really like a suicide attempt. It was quote unquote with your fingers suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I tried to 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 put my fingers on my nose and stop me from breathing, but my <laughs> mouth was open, so I didn't know what to do.
0: I tried so hard. I tried so hard. And if you want to hear all of the things that you didn't hear in the episode." <laughs> I love hearing things that I never heard before, and we have so much of that. We recorded this episode for like four hours, but then... Obviously, uh, we need to cut out super off-topic stuff. Like, if you're listening to Humphrey Bogart, you don't want a 30-minute tirade about Ezra Miller. Right. Or maybe you do, and now you can hear it. That's the right. Ezra
2: Miller arc is one of the best underrated arcs I've ever even experienced. Yes. So, that plus uh, fun tidbits, mm-hmm. plus um, a bonus episodes. I did a three-part episode on the history of musicals. That's yeah, right. we
0: got some legacy content, like some old uh, game history episodes and... Uh, History of everything, like Dev was saying. But uh, if you want those shows to come back the quickest way to make that happen is to subscribe because the more subscribers we get, the more content we can make. And then we can quit our fucking jobs and make it this. Yeah. You know? I'd love to quit being unemployed. Me too. That's the job I would like to resign from. (laughs)
1: Listen,
2: we're turning down deals from studios and networks left and right. The best way you can support the show is by subscribing to our Patreon.
0: If you don't want us to sell to Disney, subscribe to our Patreon. And our fun tidbits by the way are videos, which is like audio for your eyeballs. Which is a crazy new technology. Crazy new technology. You can see our mugs and uh fight club style we put little blips of uh naked photos of us Mm -hmm. in the video one frame one frame frame. tasteful frontals that's right if you can find the frame dm us (laughs) it's only five dollars a month but if you don't have the capacity to subscribe right now you can also just uh give us like single donations which every little bit helps so uh but if not you know no worries no pressure, but we don't want to sell to Disney. No so. pressure,
2: but there is pressure because we can't pay our rent. Yeah, yeah, please.
0: We're gonna be doing this. We're gonna be doing this on the street.
2: Actually, this is a begging plea. Please help. Please donate. So yeah, I can our feed audio, our audio seven, seven children.
0: Our audio is gonna be so echoey under that bridge. So we're gonna
2: yeah. be recording this in a box.
0: <laughs> we can't go back. All right, but check us out on Patreon at Film History, the, the history, history of film. film. Now back to the episode. But what was very real for Jimmy was his two year deployment in 1944 to the Pacific. When you join the Merchant Marines, you might get deployed. It could happen. Sometimes. Sometimes. Especially back in World War II. So he was deployed. He was deployed to the Pacific. The Merchant Marines were going over there to uh, support the effort, you know. And this was like a fucking death sentence to the marriage. I mean, this was like... He had married this girl, you know, now he's getting deployed. Uh, they were on Catalina Island, and he is going to the Pacific, and uh, the writing's on the wall. But not at first. She she did... Monroe moved in with her in-laws and became a, began a job at the radio plane company, a munitions factory in Van Nuys. So a lone woman in 1944 time to make bombs. Rosie you know, the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter type of shit. That's right. Put down that bread knife, see? Like we need you Shout out hands. to all the
2: badass women that just started making weapons of war yeah. in the fucking World War II. Hell yeah.
0: They went from sandwiches to bullets. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need your little hands in the factory right, whipping up a new kind of sandwich, uh, a bullet sandwich. Uh-huh. And
2: also very smart. They're like, we're not going to be the ones charging into battle, but we're yeah. going to send you boys out. Hell you know, yeah. And we're yeah. going to sit yeah. here. And, we'll supply you. Yeah, give you all the supplies and moral encouragement and pinups to motivate you to do it. Like, we we're, were very fucking badass and yeah. smart. They're better than <laughs> us. They're better than us. Incredible. I'm
1: just that, putting it out there. I very They're much agree with that. <laughs> I'm putting it out there.
0: Yeah. Women are better. Uh, so, so at first she inspected parachutes that was like her first job in the factory
2: that doesn't sound like a great idea does for her does not sound like a great idea for her it does not sound like, like a great these idea these are fine yeah uh, this, this would do you know. no I think that they're all good and then she's like did you do x y and z yeah yeah, yeah I did it just yeah, like I yeah. washed a hundred plates and a hundred cups and a hundred forks <laughs> oh my god she
0: washed a hundred forks and then I, I, kind of I packed a hundred
2: parachutes really looks like these were just stuffed in there no They're folded correctly, I promise. I
0: washed them a hundred times, trust me. When you're falling, they'll they'll inflate. (laughs) They'll inflate, that's right. Trust me, it'll be fine. I don't think that's how they work. (laughs) 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 They'll they'll do their thing, it's all good. Like, sir,
2: we just lost an entire battalion to parachute malfunction. Damn! It was Marilyn Monroe's
0: fault. She killed more men in World War II than anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the real Hitler. (laughs) Hitler ain't got nothing on me,
2: kid. (laughs) Kids, see, she's just working out her traumas. These fucking men, they keep fucking yeah. me over. These fucking assholes, let's I'll them show drop,
0: them. Let's see them drop from the sky yeah. with no fucking parachute. She later got promoted, though. She did so well at parachute inspection. <laughs> she was later promoted to another area where she sprayed the fuselages of target planes with a pungent liquid plastic. So, during the hardships of this task, the area was known as the dope room because of the fumes. Norma Jean was a oh, diligent she requested worker. that job. She requested. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got the we've got the girl with the mental illness and her family history working in the dope room, full of toxic fumes all day.
2: The more she keeps talking, the more she reminds me of Charlie Kelly from fucking Sunny. <laughs> This sniffing
0: glue got diddled by an uncle. But yeah, she goes from inspecting parachutes to like spraying fucking like... uh, She's taking a chemical bath every night. She's like spraying toxic chemicals into the fuselages of planes. Uh, This like plastic shit. And uh, she's really good at it. She's like super good at it. She's a diligent worker. She won an E-certificate for her excellent handiwork. An E-certificate? An E-certificate. Remember Norma at the time? It's late 1944. She's working in the factory. Uh, she is still married to Jimmy Doherty, the man who is deployed to the Pacific with right. the Merchant Marine. Yeah. She's got a husband. Mm-hmm. A handsome photographer comes to the factory named David Conover. And boy, patterns really do repeat themselves, huh? <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, you remember her mom, Gladys, mm-hmm. you know, where. Where Norma came from in the first place. She was shagging around. She was shagging around. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> well, aren't you glad I told you about Gladys and her work affair? Because you're about to see it happen again. Oh damn! Just like magic.
1: Damn.
2: David- it's not rocket science. The the men in her that she looks for validation from the men in her life through through various risque means. Yeah, it was sort of
0: like marry this guy, get really bored. Uh, fuck somebody more exciting Uh have a kid yeah that was sort of what they did yeah yeah, uh, and also they're you know just a line of fucking cuckoo bananas yeah yeah, yeah. I mean cuckoo bananas there's a whole lot of syphilis in my genes whole lot of syphilis whole lot of cuckoo whole lot of bananas yep i huffing glue
2: and fucking military, industrial yes. grade fucking paint.
0: Yes, dude.
2: For target practice. She would probably step out of that plane
0: and be so fucked up, she didn't know what she was doing in the first uh, one. You're
2: my right. husband, right?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's get married now.
0: So, David Conover, this guy, he had been sent by the U.S. Army Air Force's first motion picture, a militainment unit, <laughs> A militement unit. It all comes back around. Very militement unit. Uh, shout out to Film History, the History of Film, for covering that military stuff. He had been uh, sent by the military unit, which operated through the auspices of the Hal Roach Studios, and his commanding officer was an actor turned serviceman named Ronald Reagan himself. What? Yep, the Ronald Reagan. The Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan that's what so, he was doing at the time. It was the Gipper that had her killed. Yeah. It was the Oh, maybe it's the Gipper. All right, I'll I'll back off my Kennedy conspiracy and go with the Gipper. He had been sent by the Gipper to the factory to shoot morale boosting photos of female factory workers. You know, like the the Rose of the River thing like you were talking about. And he was searching for someone to boost the morale of the boys overseas when he discovered 18-year-old Norma Jean Doherty married 18-year-old who he said looked quite fetching even in her company overalls. <laughs> this is just all getting into cuck territory. We're just like slowly cucking, you know. We're just slowly getting into the cuck. Into the, into the cag cuck. <laughs> when Conover found out that Norma Jean had a sweater in her locker, he asked her to model for his series of photographs for Yank magazine.
2: <laughs> for Yank magazine. Yank? For Yank. Short for Yankee. It's like, yeah, yeah, it
0: sure. like, oh, you sweaters. You're looking yeah. slightly with that sweater, miss. Yeah. Yank
2: magazine still exists today. It's just a very different magazine. Model for my jerk off magazine. Yeah, you got
0: some sweaters for those puppies? <laughs> I'm shooting for Yank. Guess what men do to this magazine? Oh my god! I can't think of like any all those Yanks, things, but like Yanks, like the ancestor of Adam Conover from Adam's Everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, wait—is is that his name? Maybe Adam Conover? Yes, yeah, oh, Adam Conover. Maybe this is his grandpa. Great grandpa. His
0: grandpa shot for Yank magazine, which would make sense to me because I <laughs> yanked to his channel. Oh my god! <laughs> Ruin it more.
2: Ruin it more for me. Yeah, Yeah,
0: Adam ruins everything, including my face, (laughs) my chest, and my belly button. So, his shooting
2: her for Yank Magazine (laughs) is so specific. It's almost like you've done that before. (laughs) Oh my God. I've lived at Yank
0: Magazine. So, Conover's appealing shots of Norma Jean resulted in her first magazine cover on Yank Magazine. Can't make this shit up. I'm telling you. So, uh, so Marilyn Monroe, the historic icon, like you know, fucking like uh, lives in history. Uh, rivals all of society's. Uh, she got her start on Yank. She got her start on Yank. She oh, got her start on Yank. Sometimes you just have to start on Yank magazine. That's where it all begins. Yank. On oh, Yank. Oh my god. That's when uh, he asked her, Hey, how'd you like to come and model for uh, me and my friends? You know, how'd you like to come take some photos? (laughs) So Conover says, come take some, you know, come meet the money man. Come yank yank with me. Come yank with me. Come away with me and yank, you know, and come meet the money man. (laughs) Timmy Chalvin wants to meet you. (laughs) Timmy Chalvin wants to meet you. The money man wants to meet you. We just want you to yank, baby. We just want you to keep yanking. To which her deployed husband, by the way, her deployed husband in the Pacific, wrote back, poor bastard Jimmy. Uh, he was like, hey, please don't. <laughs> don't yank. Please don't yank. <laughs> I, I, I beg of you. Like, I, I plead. I beseech you. I beseech you to not yank. <laughs> like, please don't be on the cover of Yank. And uh, she was like, sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm already there. I'm yanking. I'm already, I'm already there. Like, the yank is happening. <laughs> yank, so. You can't stop the yank, you know? <laughs> the yank is in motion. So... <laughs> so Conover's work, including some photos of Norma Jean, appeared regularly in such military magazines as Yank and Stars and Stripes. Norma Jean was enthusiastic about her new vocation and even consented to join Conover on a picture-taking excursion through Southern California. He was like... Come through SoCal with me and we'll take I, uh, some pictures. I'm sure this is a picture taking excursion. excursion. Surely she's not fucking this guy, right? <laughs> by the way, he has a very handsome face. He's very successful. He's been sent by the Department of Defense. He's a militant guy. He's working for studios. He's making a lot of money and he wants to take pictures of this 19 year old girl who worked at a factory making bullets whose husband is deployed in the Pacific with the Merchant Marine, very far away. So surely she wasn't fucking this guy, right? Like, no way in hell they had sex. And then she was like, I'll go across the coast of Southern California with you to take photos of my fucking body. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm telling you, man, if I were... A merchant. If I were on a merchant marine ship in 1944, and my wife told me she was going to model for some random dudes, that came to the factory, and now she's going on an excursion through Southern California, I think I would look for the nearest hungriest shark. Like, there's no doubt about it. (laughs) For Yank magazine. For Yank magazine. Oh look, boys! My wife is modeling for Yank. Imagine like your
2: shipmates. Hey, we just got the new delivery of Yank magazine coming in. I'm yanking already. Why are there pictures all over the the and the fucking lavatories, and the bathrooms? <laughs> and just my wife
0: everywhere. No, no, no. The next hungriest shark is getting a free meal. Like I would look for a shark. I would Wait, jump in the water. When did Ronald Reagan come into this? Ronald Reagan was. Uh, he was. He was doing. He was yanking. <laughs> <laughs> he was yanking <laughs> Where did Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan sent the photographer oh, This he's... was part of his program Oh okay he was yeah. king yank He was yanking dude he, he was master Ronald yank. Reagan was the master yanker, <laughs> he's master yanker And he okay. was sending photographers
2: To go find girls to yank to Ronald Reagan was like This dumbass pissed Cut me off in traffic And he works <laughs> for Lockheed And he's on some ship Tell me about him, and I'm going to find out everything. I'm going to fuck his life over.
0: <sighs> we're going to find his wife, we're going to yank her. I hate two things. This guy's wife and communists. Yeah, yeah. And then he yanked her right up. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> Jimmy was like, please don't do this. And she was like, sorry, I'm already, I'm already yanking. I'm already doing it. I'm already yanking. Uh, so, after the initial Yank Magazine photography <laughs> session with Conover... Norma Jean posed for him on other occasions as his freelance model. She was paid five dollars an hour, and through the old inflation calculator, that is eighty-five dollars an hour. That's good to pose for this guy. Sorry, Jimmy. That's good. Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. Go find the nearest shark den <laughs> because uh, I'm getting yanked. I'm getting yanked <laughs> for eighty-five an hour. You
1: know. I'm so, yanket.
0: <laughs> I'm yanking it. And remember, he not only said, I want you to pose for me, he said, I want you to pose for some friends as well. He was going to pass her around. You know, he's got to pass around the yank. Who are these friends? If we're yanking, he's got to pass around. He showed her photos to a commercial photographer named Potter Huth. And Potter asked her if she would be willing to uh, yank on spec. (laughs) (laughs) What's that mean? No. He asked her if she'd be willing to work on spec. What's that mean? That is, so she would shoot some photos of her, uh, and then he would tout them to, like, various magazines, but she wouldn't get paid unless the photos were sold. I see. So, I'm going to shoot some pics of you. I'm not going to pay you in the beginning, but if we sell them, you can make some money. Mm-hmm. You know? She agreed, but she said uh, she could pose in the evenings after her shift Painting the holes of fucking airplanes with horrendous chemicals.
2: After I'm good and high, I can take my clothes (laughs) off. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) After I'm done with my chemical bath for the day, you can take pictures of me, you know. You can yank me after the chemical bath. So they did. They shot some photos after her chemical bath shift. And so he shot some photos of her. Commercial photographer, famous. Now she's like, she's rising up. Like, this is becoming a thing, Mm. you know. Her, her husband is off on the Mer- Merchant Marine. Never seen him before. Yanking himself. Mm-hmm. She's yanking back here in the States. Uh-huh. She's rising up. She takes some photos of this guy, uh, this commercial guy. And uh, these photos ended up on the desk of Emmeline Snively was her name. Sketchy. <laughs> yeah, Snively.
2: She sounds like an anti-yank. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sounds like she's not yanking hard enough. She's trying to she's trying to take Marilyn away from the yang. Mm-hmm. She was the head of the Blue Book model agency in Los Angeles, and it's funny that you said she sounds sketch because. So she sends Norma Jean this brochure, and expressed interest in using her if she was willing to take Blue Book's three month modeling course. So, you were kind of right. That's
2: a scam. Yep, that's a scam. Everybody trying to get into the entertainment industry knows, oh, mm-hmm. you can pay us to take your picture, and we'll represent you. A three-month yep. modeling course. A 3 modeling modeling yeah, course. Teach a you three... how to model. Teach you how to act. Mm-hmm. Teach you how to be a Hollywood.
1: Yeah, it Hollywood. takes us three
0: months to teach you how to smile right. But what was funny, though, is it kind of where it wound up working. Oh, okay. The agency would sign you, but you had to take this course, and it was one hundred fucking dollars Which at the was? time. That's
2: ah, an hour and twenty minutes of modeling for it. That is two grand. These wow! Days. Oh, a course? Yeah. I thought you meant the whole thing was a hundred bucks. I was like, yeah, ah, and, that's and, like and, a well, photo shoot. 1930s money. Yeah, the
0: whole thing was the course. Like, so yeah, it was sort of like mm. uh, it, people have heard of like Barbizon or whatever. Barbizon, right. Barbizon. Yeah. And I thought
2: you meant like you know she get paid eighty five dollars now in like today's money and it would be like a hundred bucks in today's money. No, so I was like, oh, she probably just went for an afternoon, did one photo shoot, paid for the whole thing. That's what yeah. I was wrong.
0: That was what she said. She said it was a hundred bucks, but uh, you get all these pamphlets, you get like, but you a get course. a forty
2: percent discount if you suck the dude's dick. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, it sort of came down to that. Initially, Norma was like, I'm not giving you a hundred bucks. But Snively told her, you're definitely going to book work, so I will take that 100 bucks out of your salary. So that was sort of the deal. So it was like a, you know.
2: Listen, you're, you're, you're scandalous and risque, and you're still pretty and young. I know that somebody's going to want to fuck you, so we'll exactly. just take it out of the future. Yes, exactly. I'm past my prime, but you can still go get fucked by Hollywood, so. <laughs>
0: So this hundred bucks would just come out of your salary. It'll be fine. You don't have to pay it up front, which is like, you know, I mean, that's sort of. We'll charge,
2: you know, 20 points in interest. But, you know, hey, it's better than a loan.
0: It's better than nothing. It's better than not being a model. So Norma Jean signed a contract with Blue Book in the summer of 1945. The car people? No, this was. Oh, my God. Actually, maybe. Are they related? (laughs) They have to be. <laughs> now that you bring it Kelly? up,
1: Kelly, <laughs> is this Kelly's Kelly blue, blue book? book?
0: This was the Blue Book agency of modeling. They have to be because Michelin. Look it up. Look. Uh, I'm not looking it up come, right now. I don't feel like no, it. not now. Come back. I'll receipts. come back to it. Part three, Next, you'll hear. Part three. us know if this Kelly's it probably around. was. It was probably Kelly's blue book. But at the time, it was Blue Book modeling agency. <laughs> and then in the summer of 1945, <laughs> she landed a modeling assignment with Blue Book. Right away, though it was not in front of the camera lens. This was not a uh, a, a filmed or photography dub dub job, a photographed job. She was hired by Holga Steele. Who? Holga Steele. Holga Steele. Holga Steele for a 10 day engagement as the hostess for their booth at an industrial show. At Pan Pacific Auditorium, <laughs> that sounds like I mean that sounds like a good entry level modeling it acting is. gig. Yeah, you know those girls who stand and sell the wax at the gas station. Yeah, it's a it's it's a brand. It's a it's a what was a uh, brand ambassador.
1: Yeah, exactly. She she's a brand, brand ambassador.
0: ambassador. Yeah, she's brand ambassador for uh, Holga Steel. Yeah, for ten days at mm-hmm. the Pacific Auditorium. Uh, and then you know, after the show, she is literally she's going to stand in front of the auditorium, and then she's going back to the chemical bath factory at night. So she's just being bathed in chemicals. So far, this modeling. sounds like the most relatable come up story I've heard right? so far. Yeah. yeah, this girl, yeah, and she became Marilyn. Bulk she did Monroe. the work. Yeah, she did she the work. Did the fucking work, dude. No, yeah. she worked fucking hard. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna get into it. And if you ever want to be Marilyn Monroe, just get bathed in chemicals. Mm-hmm. And uh, go on an excursion with another dude who's a photographer. <laughs> I'm here. already there, brother. I'm already <laughs> there, brother. While you're still married to a guy who is uh, fighting with a merchant marine, you know what I'm, doing what I'm the
1: saying? Excursions
0: of the merchants. <laughs> I'm doing the merchant excursions, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so she's taking this class. She's taking this course. She paid for it. You know, mm-hmm. she paid the fucking hundred bucks. She's taking this course. And in class, uh, Snively taught Norma Jean to lower her smile to alleviate the shadow cast by her nose, and some other things. This makes sense. Yeah, it just makes sense, man. This Mm. modified the way of smiling (laughs) resulted in uh, the quivering lips that would later become Marilyn Monroe's trademark. So we're sort of like we are beginning the building of Marilyn Monroe. You know, like Mm. this is the very like uh, groundbreaking. Of Marilyn Monroe. And she doesn't even fucking know it. Like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't know how big this is. Like, Snively's teaching her how to look at the camera, how to cheat it, how to act, how to uh, present yourself, how to be sexy, how to be beautiful. And she's modeling. You know, she's, at the end of the day, ultimately, she is modeling for the camera. She's getting ready to take these still moments of herself where she can look captivating and sexy and all that and she's being taught how to do it by this huge agent and this would roll over into her acting career you know i mean Mm -hmm. i always say like part of acting is part of how you uh present yourself to the camera how you Mm -hmm. cheat it how you like hit your mark how you uh look at yourself there's often agents on the side of the the set who are telling you how to, like, cheat your eyes, cheat your nose, cheat mm-hmm. your ears. It's not just the your... words you say. It is, yeah, It's exactly. eyes you look with. Exactly, man, exactly. Mm-hmm. So she's learning all this, and she's learning her trademarks that would become the things that we know her for, you mm-hmm. know? The things that we would know Marilyn Monroe for. She credits Snively for, like, teaching her this mm-hmm. shit. This is, like, the beginning of her new thing, you know? And she changed her name. She would become... Jean Norman, rather than Norma Jean, she's now Jean Norman. So it's now... It's not that much of an improvement. Not that much of an improvement. Not, not very sexy either, yeah. by the way. Jean Norman. Jean? You think I want to jerk off to Jean? Jean. Jean Norman. Sounds like a chemistry teacher. <laughs>
1: hey, Jean. gene Hey, Gene. Hey, hey,
0: hey, yo, I'm Jean Norman. I'm, I'm here to Jean model. I'm Norman. My name is Jean Norman. You want to jerk off to me? And look at my pussy. <laughs> Look at my WAP. Yeah, you didn't hear the name Gene Norman and WAP, you know. I'm wet downstairs. I'm wet downstairs because I'm Gene. (laughs) I got the wet pussy Gene. Hey, yo, Gene, come show me your titties. (laughs) They're already here. They're already here (laughs) because I'm Gene Norman. Yeah, Norman. Uh, Norman? I'm not not turned on. Norman! Norm. Are you turned on by the name Norman.
2: Like I a, am
0: and cheers. Oh. Are you turned on by the name either Are you turned <laughs> on by either the name Gene Or Norman are you turned on by both of them combined All I can think of is cheers Norm Norm, Show <laughs> us your tits This is a bad dude of his tits <laughs>
2: <laughs> So um, she becomes Gene Norman You mm-hmm. know You and, know what um, Norman is spelled backwards is Namron,
0: nice, <laughs> hell yeah, Namron. I would have, I would have watched her more than. Hey, Namron. Hey, Namron. Gene Namron. Sounds like the teacher from the fucking key and peel skit. Oh, yeah. A-A-R-on. A-A-R-on. Hey, Namron. Hey, Namron. Hey,
1: Namron. Norman.
0: So she becomes Gene Norman. And uh, she's getting work, man. She's fucking like booking shit. Snively's getting her shit. This is like the Gene Norman Snively show. Snively is the head of this fucking blue book agency. Uh, Norma Gene, Gene Norman, Snively, the the Snively, Emilia Snively. And this is the fucking show, man, like, Gene uh, Norman is, like, taking over the fucking world. She is becoming a cover girl, seriously. Sounds like one like of those cartoons in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, it's basically.
1: basically a Norman.
0: Snively a Norman, see? <laughs> so, uh, she eventually quit her factory gig, she moves into her own place, and, uh, you know, Jimmy is, uh, Jimmy's gone. I mean, let's I face. forgot Jimmy existed. Yeah, me too, and yeah. so does she. So did she. She, she saw the he. Pacific King <laughs> by yeah. sharks. Yeah, she forgot he existed as well. He should definitely feed himself to a bunch of sharks. He should find <laughs> the hungriest bunch He's of sharks. He's gonna
2: find around. some sexy little like South Pacific girl and never come back. That's <laughs> true,
0: yeah. He was probably cheating on her too. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope hopefully
2: so. For, hopefully, for his sake. I hope yeah. so. Otherwise, he should have um,
0: cheated on her with a shark. I mean, <laughs>
2: there's a reason why, like, you know, the Navy is so notorious for Fleet Week it's yeah. it's like you're stuck on a boat for months at a time and when you are with a bunch of other dudes and no women and when you get off you are ready to put in work oh yeah like whether that's in San Francisco or New York or some port abroad or your the, ship is or a or the docking the coral reef the coral reef yeah yeah the bottom of the
0: ocean uh, yeah work or like that. where Ocean Gate went yeah uh, putting the work with the, uh, with the crustaceans
2: yeah I mean you, know, you get you you get blown up by a, a Japanese sub or plant or something in that era there, you know you will meet a shark you know, down you like, get blown this... by the
0: shark yeah. trust me. well it, she was uh,
2: I would was rather a... be kamikaze by a Japanese Zero yeah. than go down in a sinking ship in World War II I would rather be kamikaze by a zap- Japanese Zero than uh the,
0: the Blue Buck model agency <laughs> deemed a Monroe's figure more suitable for pinup than high fashion modeling so she was featured mostly in advertisements and men's magazines. So there, there's a good chance that Jimmy saw her as a pinup model somewhere in his reading material. Yeah, he like asked to get transferred
2: to Okinawa, and like yeah. he just yeah, kept yeah, yeah, getting yeah. asked to get like, no, no, no move me close to the front lines. Yeah,
0: I would load myself into a cannon with the artillery. You know, like I would I would find the hungriest shark den. That's hilarious. Just, uh, yeah, Jimmy should have just offed himself, is what I'm saying. That's yeah. hilarious. He should have killed
2: himself. So. <laughs> Might have. <laughs>
0: just a long pause.
2: Especially after he sees her get balls fucking famous, and he's yeah. like, I used to be married to that yeah, bitch. Yeah, I used to be married to that girl. I still am
0: married to that girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I technically technically I, I still am New and I won't you now. That fucking yeah. movie star money. Oppenheimer dropped the bomb on me. Yeah.
0: I think he should have found Oppenheimer and asked if he needed test subjects. Do you need for the human Center testing? of the bomb. You know. So she's modeling now. I Hell mean yeah. she's becoming a fucking cover girl, dude. Yes. Like she is fuck her husband. Her her husband is off in the uh, in the Pacific looking for the nearest shark. Uh, to make herself more employable, she straightened her hair. Uh-huh. She dyed a blonde. Uh, wait, she wasn't natural blonde? Nope. Wow. She was. Uh, she went to. Is everything was... in Hollywood a lie? Is everything in Hollywood a lie? Do I
2: not really have pink hair?
0: Yeah, that's
2: not right. really. It's kind of got blonde poking through yeah. at some points. I mean, there was a whole story about <laughs> that the roots her. are dark. Yeah, you told me my hair's a lie.
0: My hair is yeah, a, a rainbow. <laughs> are You telling me I'm lying to myself. <laughs> So there was a. Should I go into how her hair became blonde? Is that like worth it?
1: Yeah, hell yeah. At this point?
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so. (laughs) So Snively, Snively of uh, Blue Book Agency said, uh, Look, darling, Snively later recalled telling her. If you really intend to go places in this business, you've got to bleach and straighten your hair because now your face is a little too round and a hair job will lengthen it. So one afternoon in 1946, Snively sent Norma Jean to Frank and Joseph's Beauty Salon, which was across the street from the Blue Book Agency. The renowned stylists were responsible for the hair of such Hollywood notables as Rita Hayworth, Ingrid Berman, ingrid bergman tent technician sylvia barnhart immediately set out to straighten norma jean's hair which barnhart had described as brown and kinky that was what she said so she came in she had like That's brown kinky also hair. how I
2: describe my ex <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my
1: god
0: actually same here <laughs> same here Yeah, come to think of it, now that you mention it,
2: a couple accents actually. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, same hair.
0: So, (laughs) Drake's dead. The strong solution used in the process also lightened her hair, giving it a reddish blonde cast. Norma Jean was quite pleased by the effect. She thought it brought out her eyes. I wanted to go even blonder to be more like her idol, Jean Harlow. So over the next few months, Barnhart slowly changed the color of Norma Jean's hair to a golden honey blonde by lightening and toning it one step at a time. She also underwent electrolysis around her hairline to remove her widow's peak. So she is fucking...
2: This is just sort of a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna shock your hair to just death. Get rid of your hairline of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> we, a razor or, or scissors or no 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 electricity. <laughs> electricity. See. <laughs> That's in the, the fucking... story that they just told her. All of this is going on in her head. She's secretly in a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. She's just being lobotomized. Uh, yeah yeah. She's just being like fucking. This is zap. to get
2: rid of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> So, Bite down. <laughs>
1: spoon.
0: So she is getting it blonder and blonder. She she wants them to keep going, you know, getting it blonder. And she eventually establishes, like, a relationship with Frank and Joseph's beauty salon because she's being sent there every day to fucking change her hair. She, gets and, a,
2: she develops a kink for electroshock therapy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Can you blame her? I mean, look, I got tased.
2: Oh, while you're... When you finished up on my head, can you move it a little down? I got some hair in some other places that (laughs) you can get rid of.
0: Tasing my wet-ass pussy, you know? Tase it, baby. What? Uh, What? Excuse me?
1: Excuse me?
0: No, I've gotten tased before. It is kind of addictive. You do want to be tased afterwards. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. that's. Right into us, if you agree. She establishes this relationship with the salon. She gets her hair, like, bleach blonde over the mm-hmm. next few months. And we are now beginning to see Marilyn okay, coming she's not. She hasn't been to Max Factor yet. No, she has not been to Max Factor. That is the no. next episode. All right. That, this is just the... She has the, not been to her, believe it or not. She has not been, uh, um, <laughs> what do you call it, Uh. Uh. the... Oh, fuck, what was the name of that... No, what was the housewives, the fucking uh the robot women.
2: You know what I'm talking about? Uh Stepford Wives.
0: She has not been Stepford Wives yet. She is just reference. now like she's just it's dying her cute. hair. Yeah, yeah. Matthew so Black fucking records. good. So fucking good. But we're becoming. we're beginning to see her come through. Uh-huh. Like Marilyn is now she is nineteen. Mm-hmm. She's blonde. She is no longer Norma Jean. She is Jean Norman. Gene, AOE. I love the creativity too. Yeah, we worked real hard at it. Hey, Norman. Hey, Norman. Uh, Yeah, what a great name. Norma Gene is like, you know, Gene Norman. Let's do Gene Norman. That's so sexy, right? Hey, Gene. So by early 1946, she had quickly become one of the agency's most ambitious models appearing on 33 magazine covers for publications such as Pageant, Uh U.S. Camera, Laugh, and Peak. Laugh? Laugh, (laughs) (laughs) L-A-F-F. I just watched Drake's face go like, it it looked like he went to the salon. It looked like he went to the Max Factor (sighs) building for like five minutes. (laughs) and There was so many different faces, I couldn't even count them all. So she's a cover girl, man. She's not fucking around now. She is, like, becoming fucking this new thing. I'm a blonde, you know. I, I've been working out. I got this whole thing. Fuck my husband. He's doing he's his merchant by marine shark. thing. He's dead by shark. Hopefully, he probably isn't, but he probably should kill himself. So from the quiet dirt of Diddlesville to the cover <laughs> of Pageant <laughs> comes, you know... Gene Norman. I don't know if quiet dirt applies to this one. <laughs> the quiet dirt of Diddlesville. You don't like that one? <laughs> I don't know if it applies. Somewhere <laughs> it's out Los there, Los Angeles, in Somewhere the U.S.,
2: some in some Midwest there. small. There is a town called Diddlesville.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's from Los Angeles. She is from the quiet dirt of Diddlesville. So Gene went to Emmeline Snively, the owner of the agency. Like I said. And she said, uh, I want to branch out into acting. I've always dreamed of it, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout all of my uh, rapes and (laughs) attempted murders. I'm already pretending to be somebody I'm I'm not. I'm already pretending to be something I'm not, which is this guy's wife. (laughs) Yeah, which is Jimmy's wife. So I was like, well, we don't do that. So tough luck, kid. No, she did not say that. She did not say tough luck, kid. Uh, (laughs) She went to her and said, I want to act. And she said, All right, kid, I'll put you into some acting. So that ever since she was like You're gonna act like you're not a victim. <laughs> we're gonna We're gonna act like we're gonna act like you didn't get molested. We're every gonna night. act like this was a productive conversation. I'll get back to the modeling. Hey, yeah. See, get your tits out there. So Snively hooked her up. She got her a round of interviews. Gene went and interviewed at Paramount. In the business, we call those auditions. Auditions, yeah. But you, uh, we don't, we don't know what uh, to call them with you. I
2: think they're more like casting couches. But you yeah. know, <laughs> it,
0: that's yeah. I didn't put that in there, but like all these are casting couch situations. <laughs> like there, I'm telling you, there was a time during this time period, and I, I, I don't know. Was a time during the time. Yeah. There was a time during the time. <laughs> you that too. All right. I established this in the <laughs> Clarabel episode. I don't know who fucked who. But there was a time where studios were bringing actresses in, and the auditions were literally sit on that couch. There's a mirror on the wall. Behind the mirror, you know, it was a fucking two way mirror where they would have a camera rolling, and it was just basically shooting porn for the executives. That is all I mean,
2: that was. Like a few years ago.
0: Yeah, that that was was yesterday. Yeah, I went to an audition yesterday. I did that today. Yeah, I did that today. Uh, Uh, Actually, I was behind the other. I was uh, behind the two way mirror when you came in today. Okay. And I think you did really good. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I think you did really good at fucking Timothy Chalamet. I think Dune Two is looking really good so far, and I think we should cast you. You know. (laughs) Thank Um, you. I tried really hard. So Snively hooked her up. She got her round of interviews. She uh, interviewed at Paramount. She got a screen test for Ben Lyon, an executive at 20th Century Fox, and another over at RKO Pictures. Uh, Paramount. Yeah. Hey, RKO, baby. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Is your dad still there? Who? Is her dad still there? My dad? No, her dad. Her dad was, what are you talking about? Her dad worked at RKO. Oh, that's right. Well, she didn't know. You know, her dad wouldn't answer her phone call. So who knows where he was? (laughs) Her dad wouldn't answer the phone for her. She wasn't important enough. <laughs> what are you thought about your dad? I was like, what? My dad's been going to the milk store for 20 years. He's about to get... He is about to get those cigarettes. Her dad
2: or her daddy? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> My dad for sure is going to pick up that pack of Marlboro and, like, come back. Like... Look, it's been—I know it's 1990, <laughs> but like he's gonna find them. He's going to find them. They don't no GPS at the time. Yeah, yeah, it it exactly. He didn't man. have a map. He didn't have a map. Now he's got a map.
2: How are you supposed to get around without a map back then? Now what he's gonna do? find.
0: The, he's gonna find the cigarettes. Now. <laughs> so about her RKO dad. Yeah, her RKO dad is long gone. Okay. So Paramount said no, thank you. She's screen testing and all this shit. Paramount says no. So Ben Lyon wanted to see what she could do, but. Fox executive Daryl Zanuck wasn't super into it. You talked about Zanuck before. Yeah, yeah. Daryl Zanuck has been on the show before. <laughs> Daryl Zanuck. I don't remember if we liked him or hated him. I mean, it, it's one of those things. Okay. It's one of those things. It's like, he probably was evil, but he also was a, just as evil as everybody else. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know? He did what he had to. He had to. Jack Warner was like, <laughs> again, you know, she's going around town. She is screen testing. She's auditioning. She's sending in photos, you know. uh, Her new boyfriend, who she's cheating on her husband with, is sending in photos all over town. Her agent at Blue Book, (laughs) Kelly's Blue Book, is sending in photos all over town. Kelly's Blue Book.
2: Kelly's Blue Book. (laughs) The Blue Book value on this one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. what's the Blue
0: Book value on Mm, this? uh, Norma Jean.
2: Yeah, exactly. So she's got some miles but she's still in good condition <laughs> <laughs>
0: the travel magazine so, the interior's all torn up but the is solid oh yeah. my god exactly that's so fucking perfect so Daryl Zanuck wasn't super into it but RKO RKO showed a little bit of interest RKO pictures of course because her dad yeah exactly RKO was like okay like maybe we'll sign this girl that got the fucking gears turning in, Dar- in Daryl Zanuck. And Daryl Zanuck was like, I'm not going to fucking lose to RKO. Uh-huh. So, fuck them. Sign that girl. I'll sign that girl to Fox. 20th century Fox. I mean, this is, it, it is a huge fucking deal. RKO ain't got shit on me. So, if RKO wants her, I want her more. And so, he fucking went after her. So, you know, it was this bidding thing. It was like, Paramount doesn't want her. Uh, Fox sort of wanted her, but Zanuck didn't. RKO wants her. And now Zanuck is like, I'm taking her. Like, I will beat RKO no matter what. So, I'm taking this girl on. And I will develop her. So, she was signed in August 1946. Little Norma Jean had gotten herself a motherfucking studio contract at 20 years old in 1946. And her contract went something like this. It was for a term of six months with an option for renewal, like they did. Uh, Her salary was initially, she received, this is her initial contract, She received a weekly salary, a weekly salary of one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Which we just established is like two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. Wow. The old inflation calculator that is nineteen hundred dollars a fucking week. Wow. Yes, dude. Oh my god, that's a lot of money. A lot of money for a brand new actress. Four grand a month. That is uh forty eight grand a year. To be no wait that's double that or no that's double that sorry yeah yeah four grand a month that's fucking four times twelve It's eight grand a month yep yep <laughs> or no wait it's anyway two thousand dollars a week times four two thousand dollars four, four is, eight. is eight that's eight grand a month it's eight grand a month yes it is Yep. so that's how much she was making now she went from little that's a lot of fucking money she went from little quiet dirt Norma. To eight like grand a month. Yeah. yeah, man. That's a lot of money. That's crazy. As part of the contract. What if I thing... don't my life? I know. I. I mean, no, dude. I'm telling you. No. Well, you weren't raped as a kid. That's true. Enough. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Make me an artist. Yeah. <laughs> enough. Like make me an artist, you know. Bend me over and make me an artist. Like that's what this show, that's that should be like the 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 Not motto of the show. rape, exactly. No. Yeah, throw bottles at that's me. That's gonna be
2: our new intro theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Bend no. me over, make
0: me an artist. Make me an artist. Throw bottles at me. You know, uh, that's how it goes. Uh-huh. Also, as part of the contract, they also wanted her to change her name, Jean Norman. <laughs> Yeah, not sexy. G. Norman is not sexy. It's not sexy enough. So, she and Lion, she sat there with him probably after they fucked. You know, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, that's just alleged. So, she and Lion um, selected the stage name Marilyn Monroe.
2: Where'd she get that from? Alliteration.
0: Alliteration. The first <laughs> name was picked by Lion, who was reminded of Broadway star Marilyn Miller and the surname was Monroe's mother's maiden name. Oh, okay. You know? yeah. All right. All Gladys's right. real name was Monroe. All right. All, All right. right. Okay. So Lion was like, hey, I know this Broadway star, Marilyn Miller. She's super hot. She's great. I'll be Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. I like it. I like it, too. Mm-hmm. So the birth of Marilyn Monroe. I think it'll stick. It ha- I think it will, too. The contract also included provisions for screen test... And promotional photo shoots to assess Marilyn's potential as an actress and to promote her as a starlet and stipulated that Fox would provide Marilyn with acting assignments as they deemed suitable, which would include bit parts and supporting roles in films. So mm-hmm. we're going to start you off slow. You know, I mean, yeah. it, that, that's fair. It's fucking fair. But she was required to take acting, voice, and dance lessons to develop her skills as an actress. And of course, the contract had provisions for termination by either party if certain conditions were not met or if there was dissatisfaction with Marilyn's progress, which uh, I don't believe that would become a problem. I think she would become quite successful. <laughs> think <laughs> There was a, a lot of satisfaction. So in September 1946, uh, she divorced Doherty. Uh, finally, finally, sorry, man. Like I think, I think, I think she just married this guy to get out of the uh, the orphanage. Yeah, you know. Oh, really? Some, uh, Is that your really? conclusion? <laughs> uh, That's my. Uh, you finally came to a assessment about this? Yeah, I, I haven't. The light bulb just went off. Oh my god! I think she might have just married this dude just to get out of there. Death to Norma Jean. Death to Jean Norman. She began her new life. As Marilyn fucking Monroe. An actress with a salaried contract at 20th Century Fox. And that is where I will leave you on part two. Amazing. Hell yeah. Well, if you would like to see my contract at 20th Century Fox, you can follow me on threads. <laughs> not on Twitter. <laughs> hilarious.
2: Uh, hilarious. Threads? You are a communist. Threads. And Instagram you is are at Chinese <laughs> communists. <Just laughs> Stop Copy and steal and duplicate.
0: Threads and Instagram is at Drake Cummings. You can follow me on TikTok at Hollywood Drake. I'm live streaming every day on TikTok and Kick. My Kick is Drake Laurent. You can access my merch store at ragingtwentiesmerch.com and on YouTube at Drake Cummings.
2: Uh, you find me, I will never be on threads, uh, you can <laughs> find me on Instagram, at sailor underscore dev, or um, I have two new social media accounts if you guys are interested in following um, some more history and esoteric and occult knowledge. Uh, Instagram Hell is ka yeah. the alchemist, K-A underscore the underscore alchemist. And more, more frequently trafficked on, on the Freedom Platform, uh, Twitter, Ka Aldebaran, K-A-A-L-D-E-B-A-R-A-N. And uh, I am definitely using that name as a stage name for creative works moving forward, like a pen name and stuff, and strongly considering uh, officially changing it, but... You guys can still address me as Dev or Sailor Dev, because that's what everybody here knows me as, and you guys are my best friends they have known me long, so like I don't really give a fuck, but uh, you know if you me meet me in time. the street in the wild, uh, call me Ka, Captain Ka, or Mr. Aldebaran.
0: Love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on the Ka. I, I, if you noticed, I said it I did. Times. I
2: appreciate it. We were talking about it before you came outside. Hell yeah. So Jake was probably like, what the fuck are you guys talking about (laughs) right now? (laughs) Uh,
0: You can find me at James Wyatt Scott or Jimmy Deloy, wherever you're looking for me. Um, (laughs) You can find me on Google. Just Google my damn name. Um, You can also find us at Film History. The History of Film Pod and FHHF Pod, wherever you're looking for us on there just google everything man just look on google type it in chat gpt at this point like chat gpt will tell you everything
2: i want to do that i'm gonna see what comes up when we type our show chat
0: gpt i think stopped farming data in 2021 so no they've they've added a plugin where like you can yeah it's all live
2: now because bard bard competes with it it's like the the google one and um bing if you go through bing and chat bing is tied to the internet so like it's it's
0: hyper name into threads yeah man I need to plug (laughs) in but you can find us all over the place you can find me you can find us you can also find you know me. What?
2: Since I will never own a Threads, I will make the show Threads. Oh,
0: awesome. okay, yeah, please, perfect. Do that. There you go, perfect. Well, yeah. that works because I think I actually. Sorry, did it I, didn't mean, I didn't mean. I didn't mean to. No, too, that's okay. Hey, I'm, I only on Thread, I'm only on Threads till Blue Sky launches. Once Blue Sky launches, I'm a Blue Sky. The fuck is Blue Sky? <laughs> it's Jack Dorsey's new Twitter.
2: I'll do that. Yeah. I like Jack Dorsey. I'm it's,
0: And it's going to be on Web3. So like, I'm can, totally down
2: for that. Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: but you can find me at Jimmy DeLoy, James White, Scott, wherever you're looking for me. FHHF podcast, film history, the history of film. Uh, you can also find me on a merchant marine ship looking at my wife, Norma, on the cover of a magazine. Seeking the nearest and hungriest shark. That's amazing. <laughs> this has been... Film history. The The history of
2: film.
1: You know what I'm talking about.